Michelle Quay, international speaker, coach, and author, talks about being permanently disabled in a car accident at age 11 and how her life's transformational journey, including her climb up Machu Picchu in Peru, helped her become the champion that empowers women to get to the top of their mountain one courageous step at a time. You're listening to Extraordinary Work, conversations about creating change. I'm Terry Yaffe, a certified executive career and business coach and founder of Try Coaching. I strongly believe that these compelling conversations will guide you in making better life decisions. Welcome, Michelle. How are you this morning? And for you, it's nine o'clock. It is. It's quite early, actually, <laughs> here in Los Angeles, California. And I'm, I'm doing well. It, it's been quite a season or quite a year. <laughs> Lots of things happening this year. I am sure that you've got lots to talk about. So, Michelle, tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are. First of all, I'm a visibility coach, and a lot of people hear visibility. Oh, what does that do? So basically, in a nutshell, I help women coaches to create a business where they can profit from it by storytelling. So a lot of how I started my own coaching business began when I started to do storytelling. And the story that I was telling when I first started as a coach was the fact that for many, many years, over 30 something years, I live with this physical disability. And this physical disability is a result of a car accident when I was 11 years old. And from that accident, I am no longer able to walk uh, without assistance. So I always walk with two crutches. Uh, luckily, I wasn't paralyzed, so I didn't have to sit and stay in the wheelchair. But during my recovery, it was a lot of that mindset changes for 11 years old. You're being trapped sitting in a hospital bed or in a wheelchair and you don't you don't get to play with your friends anymore. So growing up it was very isolated, feeling very alone and I felt different. Something that about me was that I am different. I don't look the same as my my peers. I can do running and jogging like they do. And so through my life that's what I had to deal with every single day. And from that car accident, what what happened was that I just went on, like, I thought I was going to have a normal life, like everybody else. My, my parents were really big on education, so they sent me all the way to, uh, I have a doctor's degree in pharmacy, and it was just a lifelong journey of learning who I am, and that didn't work for me. Like, the overall cookie-cutter image of what a woman should be and act, it just didn't work for me. And when I realized that this cookie cutter lifestyle didn't work for me, I had to make a change. And I was completely lost. I didn't know where to begin. And I remember I was sitting in a car one day, I was driving and then I, I was parking in a parking lot by Walmart. And then I got out of my car and I looked down, there was a stain on my t-shirt. And I'm like, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out where, where it came from. And I always get it in the same spot for many months, months that was before. 
And so I sat back into my car, I looked down and there it was, my stomach was touching right against my steering wheel. And I'm like, holy crap, how did I get here? And, and how did this happen? And so I realized that for the longest time, what I was doing was using my disability as an excuse for not taking care of myself, for not going out and exercise, for just eating junk food all the time. And that was my trigger. And I think this is true for a lot of people that they don't realize what there there needs to be a change until they see a sign, they see something that's not working, something that prompt them to wake up and say, oh, wait, wait a minute, this is not right. And, and I need to make a change. So that was my moment where I decided to change. That led to me going into uh, the Target and bought a Pilates ball. I brought it home and I started to sit on it. I figured, well, I don't, I can't run. I can't jump. I can, uh, there's very limited physical movement that I could do. But the very least, that little tiny step, that little tiny change, maybe I can just start with a Pilates ball. And so that was my first step using a Pilates ball, starting to get into some movement. And YouTube is like probably one of my best friends. So I started to Google using YouTube, Pilates ball, physical limitation. And there's like a whole series of YouTubers teaching people how to create movement with disability. So I start to learn that. And that wasn't good enough. <laughs> I wanted more. And this is the beauty about change. Once you start getting into that moment of changing, you want more. You you want to be better. Every time you uh, participate in something, that new activity, you want more. You want to be, to to have have you know creating that uh, advance, being able to advance further. And so that was me. That was me that triggered that whole mindset shift of wanting something better. And I was no longer satisfied with being trapped in this body. I want better. I want something more. And that's what got me here. What a story. It's so inspiring and so relevant and so true. Because even if people don't have your disability, we all get trapped in, in something Right. And this is a quote, and I, I don't exactly know it, which says, You can't change someone unless someone makes a choice to change. And maybe it was the stain on your t shirt that triggered something, but something triggered inside of you to say, This isn't working. I've got to make a change. And change you did to where you are today. Oh, Michelle, tell us a, li a little bit about how you have created change by your own change, if you will, and, and how that works for you and your clients to really help them to be their champion, to empower them, to go about doing what they want to do. But as we all know, fear, anxiety, take over, and we lose a perspective. So I think the sign, everything that we experience is a sign. There's many, many signals that keep sending, the universe keeps sending to us. And hey, you know, maybe if something is not working out, there's a sign, here's your sign. And 
most of us, you know, living in this world, we keep ignoring that, ignoring these signs. And we just keep thinking, well, we can power through, we can fight through this, and I'm just going to brush it off and 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 eventually it's going to go away. But these signals will keep coming back to you over and over until you you step onto that plate that it, it, just imagine we're playing a ball game, right? Baseball. And, and you step up to the plate and you decided to catch that ball. You catch that signal and say, okay, so this is the moment I'm going to do things differently. And that is the moment that you started to say yes. But by saying yes, you're opening up your doorway to more challenges, more obstacles. Because when you say yes, it just doesn't mean that all your problem is going to go away. It means that you're saying yes to that moment of no matter what is in front of me, I am going to take it on. I'm going to take it up for the challenge. So you say yes, the fear doesn't just go away. It doesn't just disappear. And I think it's true because once I say yes to facing my own destiny, to facing my own adversity, what stood in front of me was a huge mountain. It was literally and figuratively a huge mountain. I decided to book myself a ticket to Cusco, Peru, and I hiked through four days of 26 miles of Inca Trail to Machu Picchu with my two crutches. And that was that was probably sitting in most people's uh, bucket list for a very long time, maybe the whole entire lifetime, and they never got a chance to check it out because they never say yes to the signal that they are getting. So I I, I answered yes to mine, and I hiked through that, that trail. On that trail, what I have learned was that I couldn't possibly have done this by myself. It was all these people, all these tourists, all these passengers, all these hikers, who went on that same trail, every time they passed by me, they turned around and they gave me a thumbs up. It was, yes, you got this. Yes, you can do this. Yes, I see you. And it was through that inspiration and through that moment of connection that I realized that I was not alone. And I think it's a very important piece for a lot of us who's going through that change or going through that phases of change. You have to realize that you are not doing this by yourself. There's all these people around you who's experiencing that change. They're experiencing your change. And when you can finally stop and just say, you know what? Yes, I'm going through some very challenging time right now. This is not going to be easy. And every step that I'm making, it hurts my shoulder. It hurts my wrist. It hurts my leg. But by watching them passing by you with that thumbs up, them saying yes to you, you feel inspired. You're ready to take on another step and another step. And it's just a hundred feet away for you. And I remember on that journey, that's what I was, I kept hearing and thinking every step it wasn't like oh this is a beautiful view oh wow wow you know it's so magnificent in in Machu Picchu every step I was thinking how do I not fall and kill myself (laughs) but through that process I saw the beauty of connection I saw the beauty of not being alone I saw the beauty of belonging where I once felt very isolated And that empowerment is what I brought back home. That inspiration is what I took away from that journey to Machu Picchu. 
and and that was the inspiration I started my business because I don't believe that any one of us needs to do things by ourselves. And so we each bring in talents, strength, courage to do something so powerful collectively. And we we can just can't do it by ourselves. And so that's my model now. I'm helping women coaches who want to grow their business. And I have this image in my head of me, you know, I it may look like I'm on the top of the mountain, but I'm turning it around and I want every single woman I'm holding on to, they're holding on to someone else. What an image, a real turning point that you took yourself to climb Machu Picchu. Not easy for anybody, but certainly for someone with crutches and not walking as fast as everybody, but getting the job done is truly amazing. And to understand that there's always people that are there and willing to help. And I I totally understand many years ago, talk about storytelling. Here I was living in New York as a single sophisticate, and I, I went on a Buddhist retreat, had no idea about it, went up to the San Cristobal Mountains of New Mexico, slept in a sleeping bag on a slab in a bus, and it was a silent Buddhist retreat. And I remember people looking at me and hugging me, and there was a connection. And when I came down from that retreat, there's a Buddhist saying, mountains are mountains and rivers are rivers until you climb a mountain and then rivers become rivers and mountains become mountains. So I so appreciate this story because it it reminded me of a turning point in my life and how I started to view things. So one incident that you say yes to as scary and is challenging, but what comes in is bravery. And I think we all need on some level to be brave, whatever that is, even if it's crossing the street, right? It's making a change. So expand more on how you create change in these coaches' world and what they go on to do for them to create change. A lot of coaches I work with are are still quite early in their journey. They're in their coaching journey. So they started their their coaching business. They know they have this dream, you know, inside of them. They wanted to pursue it. They wanted to make it better. They want to be out there and helping more people. But that idea of how do I how do I create something that is so intangible, something that's in my dream, and how do I turn it into reality so that I can be in front of more people? And that is really my goal here to help them to overcome that fear of being seen or being able to talk about themselves. And I think a lot of us, you know, coaches, we we come from that place of service. I want to be of service. So so when we talk about marketing or promoting ourselves, it's coming out, it, it just have that eek factor, right? That icky feeling of, I don't want to talk about myself. It's my client. My clients are the, are the superhero. They're the, they're the hero's journey. But, you know, one of the way that I help them to reframe that is that yes, you are the you you are helping your clients and you're coming off on the service base, but you have to lead by example. 
if your client is not able to see how you were able to do things, how are you going to show them that this is the way that they're going to uh, learn, right? So you have to kind of step out of your comfort zone and be, be brave and be courageous to talk about your own journey, to talk about your struggles. What was it like? It wasn't just like rainbows and sunshine in the past. Something happened in your life, and that is a source of inspiration for the people who you're helping. And so in order to do that, a lot of us, we we kind of just stay back behind the curtain. We don't, we want to just be that uh, hiding, helping hand. But in reality, if people don't see you, they don't know you. If they don't know you, they can trust you. If they don't trust you, how are they going to, going to hire you? So you have to open that curtain, be brave, come out from behind the scene and start talking about your experience. What had coaching made you do? What had coaching helped you be, to become? What kind of person have you become? So that you paint that picture of the possibility on how you can serve your clients. And it takes courage. It's, I'm not going to lie. It takes a lot of courage to, to jump on a camera and say, you know what? I'm Michelle and here I am. I'm going to share something I'm really passionate about for you, with you. And I remember my first video totally, uh, I sound, I don't sound like this. So hence a visibility coach to help clients become visible. And I, I agree clients, you know, the one thing a lot, especially women don't like to talk about themselves. They think it's bragging. It's uh, being out there and it's helping them shift that mindset that they can create change within themselves because without creating change within themselves, they can't help others. Tell us, what do you hope your legacy would be? I hope, I, I imagine myself standing on the riverbank and I have this rock in my hand and this is a tool I'm going to teach people how to use it, right? So this rock, if I were to cast it into that river, it's going to create that ripple effect. And that is really my goal. My goal is not to help many people. My goal is to have that cast that stone, cast that tool into someone else's pond, into someone else's riverbank. And that is going to create a, a ripple effect. So it's that image of me holding on to one woman and that woman is holding on to someone else and, and someone else and someone else. So it's like a human chain of effect or ripple effect that one person it made the change and there's more people willing to hop on and, and join the change. And it's a movement. It's a movement of change. It's a movement of becoming a better human in this society. And it starts with women. Like this is a year, this is the time that women not only demand to have a place at the table, women need to demand to speak up and have the voice at the table. That is what I believe my legacy would be. That's wonderful. And power to women in that they can make change if they step up, if they let go of their fears. And I love the image of you're holding on to one woman and she's holding on to a chain of others. So yes, throwing the stone and casting the stone becomes a ripple effect for everyone. How beautiful is that? What's one thing, one tidbit 
that you can share with our listeners? I, I think it's re- very important to realize that it's not to become fearless. It's to knowing that you have fear, but you're going to do it anyway. Right? It's recognizing the fact that yes, I I am afraid of being on camera. I am afraid of being in the public. I am afraid, you know, having that voice or share my opinion about something. But but knowing that fear, you can still trust that whatever the outcome is, it's going to come out just the way it it, it needs to be. And so it's not becoming fearless. It's becoming knowing that your fear. And you have the courage to own it, to know that I can do this and trusting that process of making that change and creating that change. And there's a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, or my version is get comfortable being uncomfortable and be curious, right? That's one thing. It's a shift in a mindset. Be curious. Curiosity opens up a lot of opportunity. If you just be curious about uh, what what could happen, then you don't you you stop having that attachment to how the outcome is going to be. Just like a little kid, right? Three year old kid asking asking her mom, "Hey, why why is why is the car, car blue or why is this a uh, coffee mug yellow?" You start have to have a lot of curiosity around the things that's happening or the event that happens in your life. And through that curiosity, you learn so much more about yourself. And I think that's very important, just staying curious, embracing that curiosity, even if it's fear, just be open to it. Go into it and see what happened, where the universe leads you. This has been such a inspiring and thought-provoking conversation, Michelle. Thank you so much for being part of this and for your words of wisdom to everyone out there. Be curious, feel the fear, do it anyway, and challenges await you and be willing to take on those challenges. Thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for joining the conversation. For related content on extraordinary work, visit my website, trycoaching.com. I'll be back in two weeks with another conversation. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe to future podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Always remember, when you work with passion and purpose, your work can become extraordinary. You want to listen to my next episode with Christina Flack, celebrity makeup artist and founder and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup, who not only creates change in the world of fashion and beauty, but is also creating change as a dedicated advocate in raising public awareness of the dangers of sepsis after losing her husband, tennis player Ken Flack one of the greatest doubles players in tennis history to this deadly infection.